0: Don Crawford Jr. Here's Michael and Don. I faced it all and I
1: stood tall and it my way. Once again, this is Know Your Legal Rights. My name is Don Crawford Jr., the grateful owner of KAAM Radio 770, God Country, Texas. And I'm sitting with Dallas Elder. Lawyer, attorney, and he's folding his arms, ready for the new name. Uh oh, Michael T. Cohen. Hello, Uh-oh. Michael.
2: Oh my goodness, I, I I hate to ask what the T stands for mm-hmm. because, of course, as you know, my middle initial is B. Right. You always have to disclaim that. Yeah, I, I always have to disclaim it. I have always bad, have. To,
1: uh, I have bad news. Yeah, it doesn't stand for producer Tiara. It's, she wishes now. She's giving me a really dirty look. Like, how can this be? Hands on hip. She's very angry, but it doesn't stand for Tiara, whom we love. It stands for taxes.
2: I would rather have the crown of Tierra (laughs) than taxes. In fact, I don't know of anybody who wants taxes, but a lot of people might want Tierra. I think so.
1: Good (laughs) answer. You're you're a very skilled attorney. I'll have to say that. You're also skilled in the area of taxes, although you're not a financial planner. We know that. You're not a CPA or CFP. We know that. But you still have to watch and be concerned about taxes for your clients, and it's October tax extension season is now it's october the 15th six months after april the 15th and there are a lot of people who delayed paying their taxes so we want to talk to them about taxes and give them some current advice on things they should should or could think about
2: well yeah you know we often have it's it's interesting you should mention that we have this by the way this plant show of course as you know is all ad lib so we don't know what you're going to (laughs) ask uh but you know um it is kind of uh, we yeah. often have to talk about taxes as part of the planning process right. uh, or, or or the possibility of changes uh, of course at the end of uh, 2017, mm-hmm. there was a change in the estate tax law and many other things, uh, uh, things on income taxes, etc. Okay.
1: So, and for, is the federal change first of all? Uh huh. Okay. Uh-huh.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. President okay. Trump signed at the end of 2017, so okay. the first tax year that was affected was 2018. 18. Okay. Um. Uh, f- so there's. Let's talk about a couple of things about that since you mentioned taxes. Mm-hmm. What is the estate tax limit? Well, uh, now. Uh, as of right now, for 2018—19, uh, excuse me, uh, it's right now $11,400,000 per person. Okay. So, so what does that mean exactly? Oh, so in as far as estate taxes—now, that doesn't mean there are other types of taxes. There's, mm-hmm. uh, there's things called—there's income taxes, there's— uh, some other issues regarding capital gains taxes. Yeah. And
1: we'll get to those, but start yeah. with the federal All right. first.
2: So on estate taxes, you right now you could pass up to if you're single eleven million four hundred thousand dollars without there being any estate tax. And Texas follows the federal uh, law, okay. so some states have state estate taxes. Okay. So um, so in other words, even though uh they uh federal laws you could pass eleven million four hundred thousand, mm-hmm. they may say, well if your state's over a million dollars, we're gonna have the state state tax. It's just like state income tax. So okay. some states Texas we're 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 used to having a tax friendly state. Mm-hmm. You know, I joked with a uh, I, I may have told you the story, uh maybe our set told on another sto- uh, show. Uh I had um I had my mother in law and father in law live in California. Mm-hmm. And a friend of theirs who is well-to-do has a taxable estate. They're married, so they ha- but they have more than $22.8 million. And they called me up and they said, Michael, I know you're in Texas and you're not licensed in California, so you can't give me legal advice. And But do you have any hints of what we should do so we don't pay all these uh, uh, taxes that we have that we may be subjected to because we have a large estate? I said, well, I have some very important information for you. Please get a pen and pencil. He said, okay, I'm okay. ready. And I said, okay, here's the important legal advice. Drum roll. Move from California to is. Texas. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> right. Like I did. <laughs> right, right, right. So so the, the laws are different from state to state. Okay. And so there could be state estate taxes mm-hmm. in addition to federal estate taxes. Now, the $11.4 million uh, and By the way, it goes with inflation each year, so it keep, keeps going up. Last year in 2018, it was $11,180,000 to mm-hmm. give you kind of a framework. Uh, it keeps on going up until year 2026, okay. 2026, and then it goes back to where it was before, which was, was around $5.5 million, so mm-hmm. it'll probably be about $6.5 million uh, if uh, it goes back down, unless, unless politics. Sure. So if Politics. you, yeah, you I mean, about? so if there's certain candidates, and I'm not going to try to get political Ooh. here uh, because that would be, you know, probably uh, in bad taste, mm-hmm. but there would be some candidates who would reduce that significantly, mm-hmm. probably in half of that yeah. uh, without inflation. And uh, that would, uh, uh, I guess, a lot of estate plan attorneys would love that because then you have to do more tax planning. Right now, mm-hmm. um, you know,
1: but you have to do it anyway. We all know that. Well,
2: you have to do planning, but you may not have to do the tax planning. Oh, okay. So gotcha. you know, so right now, ninety-nine percent of uh, Americans do not have a taxable estate. Mm-hmm. Even if it was reduced to the $5.5 or $6 million, mm-hmm. most Americans don't have that. So there's really not the tax issues that we
1: had once before. Mm-hmm. Before you go any further, the $11 million is when you pass away, but you can also gift money while you're alive, correct? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. so you could give away
2: $15,000 a year okay. per person. Tax-free. Without reporting to the IRS. Okay. Now, let's say you gave away—let's um, say Don Crawford Sr. gave to Don Crawford Jr., one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. So if he did that, then the first fifteen thousand is n- not basically reported. Mm-hmm. The, f- the hundred thousand would go towards the eleven million four hundred that he could give at death. So sure. then, if that were the case, there'd be no gift tax. He'd file a gift tax return. Uh, by the way, it's the one who makes the gift, not the one who receives the gift, mm-hmm. that would be subject to reporting. And most people don't realize that. That's so true. that means that Don Crawford Jr. Jun- uh, senior, rather. Uh, would only be able to give away eleven million three hundred thousand dollars and so uh, so but you could do that uh, and and so if somebody uh, did have a Larger estate, they could be at least giving away the $15,000 a year.
1: It's mm-hmm. uh-huh. very fictitious because none of that is happening. Yeah. <laughs> <so I could. laughs> that was just using that as an example. <laughs> <Zero>. <laughs> yeah, but thank, you. thank you for playing the game and pretending. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, there's that amount. Okay, so we're on the federal tax and and, and it, it,
2: Texas follows the federal laws regarding does. that, okay. yeah, so now, the problem then becomes too the next problem as far as the estate planning And, again, most clients don 't have that large of a estate. sure uh, but let's say it goes down to the five and a half or six million okay, and let's say you have somebody that has somewhere between the six million and twelve million, then a lot of times you do your documents where you could plan, oh, so if I gave everything, let's say, to a spouse, um, then now all of a sudden, uh, let's say you had uh, t- $10 million, $10 million, which most people don't have, I realize, but let's say I gave $10 million all of my spouse, it was just in a will, it says everything to my spouse, period. Mm-hmm. What happens if she still has that $10 million when she dies? Well, that excess would be subject to estate taxes the excess over the limit. So you could design where you have these trust within your will or trust, basically where you double the exemption mm-hmm. so you don't um, uh, have the estate tax when the second one dies. I see. Then it gets into some things like on – St- capital gains tax and step up in basis, and so let's. So for some people, we say, "Well, gee, we want to have a step up in basis. The value as the date of not only the first one dies, but when the second one dies." Mm-hmm. So if you had somebody in that um, realm then we might do some planning because we say, well, gee, uh, you know, we don't know who's going to be in power and we don't know what the laws are going to be, but let's presume since the tax cut right now is temporary until 2026 and then it goes down, we might be doing some planning as if it will go down and that when we die, if it's after 2026, we might want to have it where there's no estate tax and we want to step up in basis, not only for the spouse, but maybe for the children. Okay. And so you do some documents like that. Now, Now, of course, I can't speak for the states that have state-to-state tax, and that would be uh, your only license in the state. in which you're licensed, obviously, I can't practice law uh, in any state that I don't have a license. So uh, if you have property in another state, I think you ought to talk to your tax advisor and go to that state. Uh, But in any event, so that's kind of on the estate tax. Now, the other problem, of course, is that the limits may change uh, if – one particular candidate's plan is the 99% plan because 99% of Americans don't have that large of a state, so we're going to limit it to $3 million. If that, so now we have to stay tuned on who's running and who is going to be elected mm-hmm. uh, because uh, if that's something that you know bothers you or not, and I'm not saying it should or shouldn't. Right. I'm just saying that from an estate planner's perspective, we have to watch it, and we have to say, well, gee, if so-and-so gets elected, then all of a sudden we have to do more tax planning.
1: I see. Yeah, and and I think over the years, um, two things. Be, uh, the minor and small one was that. What year was it when there were no estate taxes? Two thousand ten. Two thousand what? Ten. Ten. Everybody, whoever died in that year, there was no estate taxes. George
2: Steinbrenner would do anything to save on t- state taxes. <laughs> yeah, he, he died said. that year. He died that year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, just I doing can't anything.
1: Imagine the hundreds of millions that was saved. Uh, it's just – it's incredible. But that was that year, 2010. Okay, and it was that farther back. The other one that comes to mind as you were talking is a lot of people complain either when they're alive or after they pass away that the government gets to double dip. They can yeah. tax you twice. Isn't yeah. that true?
2: Well, I mean, you get taxed throughout your life and right. then they – so that was – so when President Bush, the, the second W, um, the, uh, that was one of his main things mm-hmm. in, in 2000 when he ran for election. Mm-hmm. He said, look – I don't like paying a death – and they they actually did a survey, by the way, mm-hmm. to see what would be more resonate with people. Mm-hmm. And they said, mm-hmm. oh, what about a state tax? Let's call it a death tax. Yeah. If you call it a death <laughs> tax, I said, no, I don't want to be paid. You mean I have to pay taxes for dying? Right. <laughs> now that is popular politically. No, right. I don't want – and so he right. made it as a one of his main um, – campaign promises mm-hmm. to not have a death tax. Mm-hmm. And so what that what it was at that time and remember at that time, oh this goes to show you if you have an old will or trust. This goes to show you that things don't stay stagnant. Right. Because at that time the estate tax limit was $600,000. Oh, right. oh my goodness. You, what do you mean? Right, what did I just say? It's now 11,400,000 well, 20 so, times that. Yeah. So have do you mean that the laws may have changed in the last uh 18 years? Uh yeah. yeah right. <laughs> uh yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So the planning if you and th- yet the the problem is that most Americans may have a lot of times they don't look at their estate documents uh, that often. A lot of parents don't even have anything at all. And so uh, so you'll find that the people who had uh, maybe estate planning documents, then let's say you had a million-dollar life insurance policy mm-hmm. or maybe you had uh, a home or whatever. All those are things are assets. They look at the gross estate. Not even things that uh, – and, and so it could have been easy. I know it sounds like an awful lot to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That 600000 sounds like an awful lot. But if you had a, uh, a $400,000 life insurance policy, even if it was a term policy, and if you had a retirement account or if you had a home, things could add up. And people say, oh, gee, I didn't realize I had that large of an estate. Mm-hmm. And so then you had to do some planning. Uh, and, and so people did these different types of different things, like the different types of trust within wills, et mm-hmm. But now, though, if it, they do – very few people do it for the estate tax reasons – uh, it's you know probably less than one percent, just mm-hmm. like the ninety nine percent plan that one candidate uh, uh, project uh, says uh, is correct. Ninety nine percent of Americans don't have a taxable estate. Yeah. So then he gets into other issues of what you do for estate planning. It's not just for taxes, although taxes do become an issue. And then you have to say for you know so there's other types of taxes. We just talked about state taxes, but you know sometimes we just also mentioned capital gains taxes. You. A step you, you may have had property that's highly appreciated in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had a home that's gone up quite a bit uh, as, since you purchased it. You've had the home. My mom stayed in her same home for over 50 years, mm-hmm. over 50 years. Before I was born until the day that she died, she had the same home all that time.
1: That's wild.
2: Yeah. And so um, – do you think that there was appreciation? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, it was one of the reasons uh, why we didn't sell their home because it would exceed the, you know, the limit. Uh, uh, the you know when you sell the home during your lifetime, mm-hmm. you get up to a two hundred fifty thousand dollar gain. Mm-hmm. Uh, where she had bought the property, my dad died uh, a long time ago. Um, when I was young, mm. and so you get, a, in Texas, a community property state, so you get a step-up in basis to the first spouse's death, a full step-up. In other states, you have only half, mm. uh, if you're not a community property Great state. Texas. Yeah, well, yeah, and so, but since my dad died a long time ago, um, the the value had increased more than $250,000 um, since from his death until uh, if she had sold it. So, she, and besides, she didn't want to stay in her home mm-hmm. until the day she died. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in any event, uh, so there's the capital gains tax issue that sometimes you have to consider as well. And so we talked about uh, a minute ago about uh, step-up in basis is a valuable thing, and we talked about sometimes you do different things to have a step-up not only for the surviving spouse, mm-hmm. but maybe for the
1: children as well. If you attend Michael's next workshop— which you should, uh, whenever you can. The next one is Thursday, October the 17th. You might have a tax question. I mean, he's an estate planner. He helps with government assistance and Medicaid and Medicare, et cetera, Social Security. But you may want to ask him a tax question and he will punt if he doesn't know or he will try to answer it as best as possible. But it's a free question. It's at the workshop and it's on Thursday, October the 17th. And Michael, first tell us where the workshop is it's at uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. Please tell us the location.
2: We have a conference center in our office building that I'm located. Um, it's just um, close. It's in North Dallas, mm-hmm. uh, close to LBJ and Central. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's right by Medical City Hospital, uh, right across the street from that. So it's if right you there. Never, yeah. And Michael so, always
1: has these workshops, whether those Saturdays or Thursdays. So you don't have to fight traffic, typically, at least at those times of the day or that day of the week. So um, they're free. All you have to do is call Michael's office or go to his website to sign up. You get to ask questions about your individual circumstances. It's two hours, uh, part of which is about you, your situation. And then most of it is about others where you get to internalize and apply what Michael is saying to maybe your situation. Well, I don't What about that tax? I didn't realize that. What about that situation? I didn't realize that. And then once you – Michael shares – Uh, his information with you, then you get to move on to vision meetings, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. uh, I must say, too, that most people really don't ask the questions about the taxes, even though... But, um, I mean, it's important because when we even though they may not ask the questions about the taxes, but a lot of times we have to consider mm-hmm. uh, tax issues that people may not have considered. We may have to consider public benefits issues that people may not have considered. Okay. We may have to consider credit issues that people may not have considered. We may have to consider um, uh, any number of things, marital issues. Uh, it could be um, all sorts of different things. So it, to me, you have to... It's not... Um, when you talk about a plan, you have to think about all those things and how they, co- how they may affect you. Right. And you might say, well, gee, I don't have a tax issue. All I have is my home. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I have my retirement account. Mm-hmm. But there are tax issues. And so how do those things affect you? And, and, it could, and a lot of times we have to say, oh, okay, is this the best way?
1: And remember that old phrase, the domino effect. Yeah. One domino drops, it's going to affect a lot of other dominoes, and that's why you said everything is one integrated, comprehensive plan.
2: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we ask people what they want to know at mm-hmm. the workshop, mm-hmm. and then we, for two hours we just kind of answer their questions, Great. and you see the questions of others. We write down on a board, and then we uh, answer those questions within those two hours, and you'll see uh, that you learned an awful lot, more than you expected to probably. Uh, if you To go to that um, free estate planning essentials workshop, All you have to do is call 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. Or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com. DallasElderLawyer.com. These workshops do... Uh, fill up and so a lot of times we actually even have waiting lists so if you are interested i do recommend that you sign up at your earliest convenience i would be remiss if i didn't mention that (laughs) he knows where i'm going now uh not only do you get the two some people may say i get the two free hours of estate planning questions that i want to know without charge by an attorney that's That's why you should go (laughs) <laughs> That's
1: the only reason why you should go
2: Well, there are other reasons This is fake news There, there are go other reasons ahead. Okay there, The next reason is you get another additional hour of free okay. uh, legal time That's true and so uh, you could get three free hours. Generally, we you know legal time is that would be more worth more than a thousand dollars. True for free. Okay, uh, but however, however, there is one more thing for free that <laughs> I know that the real reason why people are clamoring to go to I this workshop okay. and the reason probably for the wait list is that free KWM coffee mug, oh, these poor people, chip clips okay. and pins. Who could ask for anything more?
1: Congratulations.
2: You know, Halloween's coming up. People, when I say Halloween, they, some people may be some people may want candy. Other people
1: may want that KWM coffee mug. True. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to attend Michael's next workshop and receive a coffee mug and chip clips and pens, dial two one four seven two zero zero one zero two two one four seven two zero zero one zero two, or go to 102 dot com. DallasElderLawyer dot com. Dallas Michael, we've got about five minutes left. I want to ask you in this day and age of football and salary caps, which you know know a lot about. Uh, Owners, whether it's Jerry Jones or you mentioned Steinbrenners of the world, uh, the Sun now apparently with the Yankees, they have to watch that salary cap because they're going to get nailed if they go over it, just like a tax situation. If you do this, you're going to get taxed significantly. Isn't it good to know and uh, this is not in any self-serving way because I don't fall into this at all, but it was at one time, as you mentioned, 10 minutes ago, $600,000. Now it's $11 million in change. Isn't it a good feeling for you as an individual to know that there are so many people out there now they get to see their money at work where they can give it away to grandkids that are struggling, help them pay for education, send them to Europe, as opposed to having to have to worry about the government and tax hits and the like. Does that ever affect you or hit you? Well, a lot of times
2: that's part of the planning process. Uh, a lot of times even even on somebody who has modest estates, a lot of times there are like exceptions to the rules for, let's say, for Medicaid. So uh, you mentioned college planning. Uh, we had a case where there was a 100-year-old who was able to create for his great-grandchildren to reduce his assets, UPM accounts, uniform transfer to minors' accounts, which is an exception to the Medicaid rules. Mm-hmm. So normally if you have too much assets, uh, you have ineligibility for Medicaid. So sometimes we do some transfer planning. Uh, the uh, Or it could be an irrevocable 529, you know, the college education fund. Sure. Uh, sometimes people, as you know, they could pay directly for a, now, let's say, a child or grandchild's education and gets around these gifting rules as far as uh, IRS rules that we talked about, you know, uh, before, uh, you know, the $15,000 a year, if you pay directly to the college, uh, you could do that. Mm-hmm. And there's some exceptions uh, uh, as well. And so people maybe may or may not be aware of that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's not just the 15000 mm-hmm. uh, So So there are some different things that uh, people are not aware of. I don't consider myself, by the way, even though I know we've talked about the estate tax limit and we talked a little bit about capital gains, uh, we haven't talked about so much about the uh, income tax issues. Right. Uh, we, a lot of times, let's like, say you're charitable, uh, you just mentioned, one of the things we discussed is if they're over 70 and a half and, and making the required minimum distribution and they don't need the income since the standard deduction was doubled uh, in two, you know, for the last tax year, 2018, they were previously able to, deduct, uh, and now they can't because the charitable deduct, you know, the first 24000 if you're married, uh, you just get the standard deductions. So if you want to give to the Alzheimer's Association or if you tithe or whatever, we might say, well, have you considered giving directly from that retirement account to the charity and you mm-hmm. won't get income tax, for right. example. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there are different I- issues that we have to discuss, whether it be income tax, because mm-hmm. uh, when you take out of an IRA or whatever, mm-hmm. or the st- standard deduction, as we we just talked about has changed. The laws have changed. Uh, uh, it could be that you bunch your charitable contributions or bunch your, your medical expenses deductions in a year, mm-hmm. so you'd be able to itemize. So we don't consider ourselves tax attorneys, but, uh, but we do have to discuss those type of issues because they're part of the planning process.
1: When we start the program, I always have a middle initial for Michael, and now it's Michael H. Cohen because he takes this heroic approach to helping people, and H is heroic, okay. and help. To the point where you can be able to do things that you want to do with your money because he has solutions for you. And you come to him, you lay it all out, and he tells you all the ways that you can plan properly and safely so you can see that money at work while you're alive. And I I really like that because I know there are a lot of people who can benefit from that today, Michael, who need help. I had a dinner with my cousin in Orange County on Thursday night and... He's in that exact situation. So bad that at 37 years old with three kids and a wife, he had to move back in with his mother. And they have decided that's the better way to go than just handing them money. And that's their prerogative. That's their privilege. I'm not telling anybody what to do, but it might be nice to help pull them out of the situation, too, if they wanted to. But it's up to each individual.
2: Yeah. I mean, a lot of times, you know, everybody has their own situation. I Mm -hmm. can't. Obviously, whatever makes you happy, you do whatever it is. And, sure. everybody, and that's why, you know, with estate planning, um, everybody's goals are different. Mm-hmm. Some people want to see... Their children enjoy different things during their lifetime, so they may give things. Other people say no; they'll get it after I pass. I want to enjoy whatever it is that I have. And, or uh, make you earn it. Or make you earn it. You know, we we have, as you know, we we've talked about on prior shows incentives. Like you have to have a certain uh, college education or right. graduate school, or stay off or, drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Or stay off drugs or don't get tattoos. Uh, prison. Or, 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 yeah. yeah, right. We we've talked about that. On, or to have a certain amount of earnings before you get whatever it is. Yeah. Or we want, you know, so there's all sorts of different things that you have incentives to mm-hmm. try to do different things. Uh, uh, yes, the, uh, and have, maybe have somebody else in charge. So it's just done differently, and everybody's situation is different, and that's the whole idea. Do things the way you want under your terms and conditions, be in control, and do things so it's easy for your family after you die.
1: Yep. Michael will tailor that plan for you. Go to DallasElderLawyer.com or dial 214 720 for Michael's next workshop on Thursday, October the 17th. Michael Cohen, thank you, sir. Thank you, Don. The record shows I took the blows and did it
0: When we declare doing it your way, As Christians, such is actually and should always be God's way. It's imperative that our planning includes implementing indisputable biblical principles, such as leaving a financial gift for your church from your estate. Not doing so would certainly be considered poor stewardship, which no believer wants to be held accountable for. So call Michael Cohen's office to sign up for the next Essential Estate Planning Workshop to ensure your estate is in complete Christian accordance today dial 214-720-0102, 214-720-0102, and be certain to listen to Michael Cohen right here on 770-KAAM.